0: everyone i'm cassie k welcome to the drunken detail today i have with me two of my drinking buddies my little brother jason jason go ahead and say hi
1: hello everybody
0: and his beautiful girlfriend lauren hey
2: everybody would you like to go ahead and tell us what you're drinking today um, I'm drinking a truly hard cider.
1: And I got a little bad blue.
2: <laughs> awesome. And were you drinking a little bit before the show? Uh,
0: no, I've never drank before, man.
2: That is a lie. And yeah, he had a couple before the show. Our
0: drinking word tonight is all right, because I've been told after listening to my first podcast, that it is my favorite transition word. So something I'm trying to cut back on. So anytime, all right. anytime you hear me say all right, go ahead and drink. So let's talk about our weekends. What did you guys do get into this weekend? What did we even do
2: yesterday? I don't know.
1: I, uh, it's kind of exciting, actually. I uh, tried to clean out the garage. Oh, yeah. Had a little bit of a breakdown. <laughs> kind of gave up on it.
2: He was having some
1: Watched anxiety. I said, fuck it.
0: TikTok. Everyone's on TikTok. I um, can't really get behind it.
1: I'm actually not on TikTok. I just see TikToks off of uh, Facebook. It's just oh. out links of whole bunches of TikToks. It's it's pretty uh, an, a dangerous habit. You'll find yourself waking up in the morning and uh, trying to get ready for work, and you'll watch, like, 20 minutes worth of stupid TikToks.
0: seem to be knowing all these same dances.
1: Uh, there's some sorcery behind it, for sure. But.
0: Do
2: they YouTube them? Do people make them up and other people just copy them? I think so. Like, I, I don't have one either, so I'm not sure about I feel like there's a few popular dances and then people just memorize the dance somehow and do it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I keep seeing the
0: one where you'll have like a couple and they'll be wearing like their outfits, they're dancing, I believe to Drake's nonstop. Yeah, and then
1: uh, flip light. the switch. Flip the switch. Yeah. Flip, flip.
2: And then they swap clothing. Yeah, there was one actually that was like electrician and respiratory therapist. And I was like, this is us, but... I mean, I guess he's still technically an electrician, so it was perfect. Jay, you going to make a
0: TikTok?
1: Uh, That's a negatory.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just can't get behind it. So yesterday, obviously we're under quarantine, can't go out. So Carrie, uh, my stepmom, my dad and I just drank at the house and it got pretty out of control. I've spent my morning throwing up. So I'm actually not (laughs) drinking on the podcast today. We spent like three hours dancing in the kitchen
1: but it's highly encouraged
0: it is it is encouraged but um right now just the thought of alcohol just turns my stomach
1: i'll just chalk that up as you being a hypocrite
0: <laughs> yeah i'll try to do better next time who uh tell us a little bit about what it was like to grow up with me
1: uh it was mostly traumatizing uh believe it or not cassie k Told the whole school I was gay at a very young age. Um, she told him that she walked into me jerking off to Spider-Man.
0: But you did get a stiffy to Barney in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That is a true story.
1: That was your standard morning wood. It wasn't anything special, so.
0: <laughs> Straight but up.
1: But I'm not gonna deny it.
0: Straight up, pitching a tent.
1: It's been known to happen, but.
0: Barney looks good at 40 feet tall.
1: Yeah, uh, Cassie. Was a behemoth old girl. Mm -hmm. Picked on me a lot. But in that, Cassie's also got a huge heart and she's been a great sister to have.
0: Oh, thank you. So I guess we can get into a little bit of uh, pop culture news that we were discussing earlier. So why not share it with everybody on the podcast? So we just watched a clip of some videos strung together of Michael Buble and his wife so during quarantine they've been doing videos of them doing various various activities cooking stuff like that recording it talking to the people at home and some people have noticed that he's quite aggressive with his wife and um i know that people have asked about her welfare she had to come out and do a video saying that she feels safe in her home and stuff like that what did you guys think by watching the clips is he definitely beating her
1: Well, I'd like to start off by saying I actually do like Michael Boulay. I think his Christmas songs are awesome, and uh, I would like to believe it's not true. But one of the videos, um, she pretends, like, kind of joking around, goes to smack him, and then it cuts out, and then they cut back, and she looks distraught. She looks upset about something. So, And then he's always putting his hands on her neck. I, I... I think it's weird, but I don't. I also don't like to jump to conclusions. I mean, everyone's got different relationships. Some people do that stuff, and that's like, you know, with how they are and what they do together. So he might just hang off of her, and she might be okay with that. I'm not sure.
0: I think she looks scared, and she looks like she's in trouble. Like when I watch it, I am like, "Honey, blink
2: twice if you want us to come get you." Yeah, I mean, I agree with both of those um, sides. It's. Like Jay said, we like Michael Bublé, especially at Christmas time. But it's hard to believe that someone
0: who sings Christmas songs, you know, songs no. that are happy, upbeat, um, would beat the fuck out of his wife. Well, quick question yeah. though:
1: Where do you think all that rage goes? Oh. You're being happy and I'm Mr. Positive all the time. That rage is getting built up. So he can, can only like put snack. on the
0: act for so long, keep yeah, it together. I don't know, I'm
1: just making things up, but sound mm-hmm. sounded good.
0: It is. Like I said, it's just it's very odd. It's also odd that it's she. Fun speak Spanish in the videos and he speaks English, but he's not translating. It's usually just building off of what she says. We've,
1: we've learned, though, that stars are just people at the end of the day, and they're actually a lot of times they're crazier than all of us. So who knows? Anything's possible, really.
0: What about uh, it was announced today that uh, former Chicago Bears football star Jay Cutler and former reality TV uh, star Kristen Cavalieri – they are getting a divorce after 10 years in a relationship and seven years of marriage, three kids. Um, They actually still have a reality show that I watched. And they seemed like goals like they had the best relationship really love each other. And for me, it just makes me wonder, like, do you guys think that um, when you put your relationship on reality TV, it makes you more likely to get divorced? You think it creates problems? Or does it just bring to light issues that maybe you already have?
2: Yeah, I mean, everyone was really bummed to hear that because, like you said, watching this show, they had, like, all these cute animals and, like, this home life that looked really fun and that they were, like, genuinely in love with each other. But um, I could see how, like, just exposing your entire life um, to people could maybe put you under stress um, and maybe that comes out badly in your relationship. Or it could bring delight, like... Your underlying problems, I don't really know. I think it's probably a mix of both. And like Jay said, celebrities are still people at the end of the day. Everyone has problems. So, you know, maybe they're just problems came to light.
0: I kind of wonder if it has to do with a lot of people, when they watched the show, thought that Jay had inappropriate friendships with Kristen's friends, some of them even said that they thought one of her best friends and him were having an affair, so I wonder if something like that'll come out later. Um, Like I said, they seem like they had a good relationship. It makes you wonder, is it fake for the cameras, or does reality TV, a lot of reality TV couples get divorced. Like you watch um, Real Housewives, almost all of them have gone through marriage troubles, divorces on the show.
1: Uh, little People Big World, they end up breaking up. Yeah. She, she's, uh, yeah. she's with a, no. He's with a regular size girl. They're both They're now both with regular, regular size.
2: people. Yeah, um, which is interesting. I mean, good for them, I guess. Seems like they've moved on well. They were married a long time. Yeah, uh, they were like something 30 years, thirty right? years or something like that. So
1: I, I personally don't like that guy. He's kind of uh, a jerk. Yeah, he's kind of a jerk. He kind of like snooty, did. like rarrr, yeah, rarrr. and he
0: kind always did what he wanted. Like I haven't watched down. the show in a very long time, but it seemed like. If he wanted to go, like, buy something for yeah. their farm and yeah. stuff like that, he'd just go do it without right. talking to oh, her. I how
2: financially responsible he was.
1: I think yeah. it ended up working out just because they made a lot of money off the show, probably. But yeah. I remember in the initial episodes, it didn't look like they actually had that much.
0: See, I don't think that the, being on a reality show ruins your relationship. I think it just magnifies the issues that people have, and they actually have to sit down and see it. So, like, you, if you two have a disagreement, now not only did you have it, now you have to get to relive it when you watch it on tv and it probably people probably have a second argument when the episode airs or they see what was said when you do like the one-on-one with the producers Mm. so but yeah i'm very sad to hear that i really like them on their tv show and i thought they were a really good couple what about kim john un is he dead
1: I think he's just vegetable and <laughs> around.
2: So basically all? dead. yeah. I would say, like, for me, I've old, this is, like, um, kind of disturbing, but I've always told Jason, like, if something happens to me and I'm a vegetable, like, just let me go. I don't want to be kept alive in that state. Like, to me, I'm dead. So, it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not physically all the way dead, but, yeah.
0: I don't know who's that one basketball player that used to go hang out with him. Wasn't there the uh, weird guy? Yeah,
1: I remember that. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. uh, I, remember. I no. Is it De- Dennis Rodman? Rodman, yeah. I wonder if he knows. I wonder if he can shed some light. You think Trump could find <laughs> out since you know Trump did like him some Kim Jong Un, so.
1: I don't think uh, he liked him. I think he just you didn't want to go nuclear happen. war.
0: I know. I'm just saying. You know, he uh, visited uh, him. You would think that we would be able to find out this information. I'm really interested to find out if he's alive. Uh, I guess he has some hot sister that was at the Olympics, and I guess she would be potentially next in line. But, uh, you know, they say she might be as fucked up as he is. I think they're going to,
1: like, do, what is it, Weekend of Bernie's? Him around for a little while?
0: Yeah, prop oh, yeah, him he's up. still
1: he's fine. Look at him; he just got his shades on. Oh, he's in the corner. Yeah, he's a little drunk. We'll keep like, him
0: alive. There's no give him, give him some box seats to a nuclear test, and <laughs> yeah. some sunglasses on, prop him up. A little like yeah.
1: robotics to make him put a thumbs up and walk away. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're good. That'll last for months. He'll
0: be alive for a while. For sure, <laughs> I like that. That's a good way to keep it going. Yeah, I think we might be able to see through that because you know we've seen we've all seen the movie before, but maybe not. Throw a party at his house?
1: Perfect, yeah. (laughs) The interview was a good movie.
0: Yeah, it was a good movie. I like that, too. There you go. There's a movie recommendation. So, in other uh, COVID news, can we please talk about Dr. Deborah Burke's amazing scarf game?
2: You're going to have to clue me in. Oh, uh, she... I don't like to watch the news, so I think I know who she is though. Is she blonde? Yes. Yes. So I've seen a couple of them. They look pretty fierce, but I've not really. I seen... would love to have
0: her scarf collection. I feel like when I'm her age, I'm gonna need to hide my sagging neck and Same. double chin. So this is a trend I can really get behind. Let's like here's that. some images. Yeah. If you're listening at home with us go ahead and google image because her oh, scarf wow. game is second to none it is. they're very classy too. they're silk they look silky a lot of paisley yes um bold prints like
2: g- girls going for she's it she's got it going on in the scarf department i
0: love it that's a great thing about covid we're all under quarantine and you get to watch all these videos of celebrities some of them are on like late night shows and they're doing their webcam interviews. And one thing I love to see is people like Madonna made the video about uh, coronavirus being the great equalizer. And she says it doesn't care if you're old or young, rich, or poor. And you know what is a great equalizer for me is seeing these interviews and seeing that celebrities have shitty Wi-Fi just like me.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Some of these videos look like they were taken out of like a camera from 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, I watched... Uh, Lisa Vanderpump from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Well, formerly because she left the show. Um, But she was doing an interview with Andy Cohen at home with her webcam, and she was cutting out. And here she has this beautiful house in the Hollywood Hills. It even has a name, Villa Rosa, because it's too good just to be a regular house. So up in those Hollywood Hills, the Wi-Fi reception, not very good.
1: But... Would I say it's equalizer? I would say that's bullcrap because obviously poor people live in smaller houses. You're in tighter conditions. You don't have all the luxuries uh, someone with a lot of money would have. So I wouldn't say they're equal at all.
0: Well, this is like an old story. But what do we think about, since we haven't talked about it on the podcast, it's a couple weeks old, uh, you guys hear how Ellen made a joke about her quarantine situation being like jail because she hasn't like changed her clothes in so many days and everyone in there is oh, gay. Oh, yeah. And people really trashed her. They said like how, like how dare you? People like can't afford to eat. You're mm. you're posted up in a multi million dollar mansion. It's nothing like jail, and people really like ripped her a new one. I thought the joke was funny.
1: No, I think that's yeah. a hilarious joke. I'm just saying, saying, saying that it's an equalizer. I would say that's kind of bull crap because don't try to compare. Well, that's what things. Madonna said when she was situations.
0: soaking in a tub with rose petals and uh, violins and yeah, pianos in the right. background. That's on the top. But right. the
1: Ellen thing, that's a joke. She's There's a comedian. It's actually funny. So
0: I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And when I when I heard people had a problem with it, I actually couldn't figure out what the issue with it was first. I'm like, oh, is it like a gay thing? And I mean, she is gay and she's married to a woman. And so everyone in her home is gay. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought that was going to be the issue, but no, it's just that she's in a mansion and other people are quarantining at home.
1: She, like, started giving away money after that shortly after, right?
0: Yeah, she donated a ton of money. She was, after that, there was a video that came out and her saying the money she's given to Food Link, Feeding America, a couple animal organizations. Because people don't realize, like, they think it's silly to donate to animals right now, Mm. but people aren't adopting as they were and shelters are being overrun. I know you guys almost
2: no. got a cat this week. Yeah. Yeah, we're huge animal peoples. <laughs> and <laughs> we're obs- we have a
1: cat. We're obsessed with it.
2: Yeah. And we were at the, the pet store and there was one little kitty um palling in the, the cage glass. that was pawing at the glass that hadn't been adopted and we were very close to taking this cat home, but we have a little um cat at home that we weren't sure well if that, that Well, Where work.
0: where can we find said cat?
2: Maybe someone at home listening would like to adopt well, her. Um it is in Webster, New York at the Petco. <laughs> Does
0: um, the cat have
2: a name? The I believe the cat's name was Baskets. Baskets yeah. And she had a really sad story. Someone had put her in a box and taped taped it up. But um, not a basket. <laughs> not, not a, a basket. Bas- <laughs> in a box. And it just, I don't know how people can be that cruel. But um, she's a cutie, so uh, you should go if you're in Webster, New York and... Uh, you want to go into the Petco and see if she's still available, I would highly recommend it. She is a sweetie. She could be playing you. We one time brought home
0: a cat mm. that acted really social. And actually, my mom still has the cat. She's a good cat, but she definitely doesn't want any attention from us. But when we went to go look at her, she, like, played it up, rubbed up against us. Like, she was going to be, like, this most loving, yeah. social cat. And It
1: lasted for a couple of days, but I think after a couple of days, she kind of realized... Yeah, I got these motherfuckers. I'm sorry. You can sorry. swear. Yeah, she's like, I got these motherfuckers. <laughs> hook, line, and sinker. I'm gonna be my real attitude. And then after that, she became really, um, I was seclusive and.
2: Yeah, A bitch. Yeah, yeah. once kidding. once they know they got
0: you, the uh, fun yeah. game's over. So after we wrap this podcast, we know what we're doing tonight. 90 Day Fiance. 90
2: Day Fiance. We
0: love 90 Day Fiance. So let's go around and say our favorite couple to ever be on before the 90 days, 90 day fiance. My favorite couple will start with me. Definitely Muhammad and Danielle. (laughs) For those of you that don't know, Danielle was a redheaded older woman that looked like she had Down syndrome and Muhammad looked like he was a Middle Eastern model and she just did not see him leaving her once he got his green card. Was she
1: the one with the arm tattoos?
0: I don't remember if she had arm tattoos. What? What's your favorite couple to ever air?
1: Let's go to Lauren. I got to think about it still.
2: Um, Like, I feel like I have favorite couples in two categories. So I have, like, the couple that I seriously think is, like, a good couple. And then, like, a couple that I just find, like, entertaining and, like, crazy. Um, I think one of my favorite couples that I... I think is still together are um, Paola and Russ. And I like them because she just was um, like unapologetically herself and just so opposite from him. She's like the spicy, like Latina girl. And he was from Oklahoma and his parents were really like conservative and um, that caused a lot of like issues. But through it all, they kind of just worked it out and genuinely, like, loved each other for who they were. Yeah. So I really liked them. and They're then, definitely a real couple. They like, are you real. Can, yeah. And some... they're, like, on the same. Like, they're both attractive and, like, you know, have their own things going for them. and.
0: 100%. Now, I don't want to cut Jason off because yeah. it looks like he's still thinking over there. Yeah. But I do have a favorite person that is on 90 day fiance but i don't know if i would really consider her to be a couple Uh um and that's obviously darcy i (laughs) darcy is my spirit animal like you know that's the most basic thing that everyone says but she is my spirit animal she doesn't go one episode without crying and i feel that Mm -hmm. and i feel like she just wants love so bad and now she's on the show with a second guy so bad you know tom is gonna be in tonight's episode it looks like he's gonna go to her house Yeah, I watched a little bit of the first look. It (laughs) looks like he's going to go to her house and, like, potentially try to win her over. Who was the first
1: guy that she was on with?
0: Um, Oh, Jesse. Jesse. All right, yeah, so I remember... Was he from Sweden or um, Amsterdam? Amsterdam. Yeah. Amsterdam. I
1: remember when she wanted to get proposed to so bad, he, like, had this nice day, (laughs) takes her on top of a windmill, and then, spoiler, he gives her a promise ring She's thinking she's getting an engagement ring. I just, that was over yeah. the top. He, that was that was just a toxic couple.
0: They were they were weird, and he would get mad at her, and she is a bit of a train wreck. But he would get mad at her for like drinking and act like she had a drinking problem. But mm-hmm. she like go to dinner and have like a couple glasses of wine, and he'd be like, "You're drunk." And stuff. yeah, I just think he's Jesse should crazy. come on our podcast because he doesn't know drunk right. Yeah, <laughs> actually.
1: This season, I'm starting to kind of think that she does. I could see why he might say she drank too much.
2: Oh, yeah. I, th- I think she probably does like to get into the wine and stuff, and she is an emotional person to begin with, so I think it just, like, maximizes her intensity. And you can tell, like, as the seasons have gone on, she's, um, like, vamped up her, her look or, I don't know. I think her lips look big and She's stuff, refusing but- to age. She's rocking it. I mean, whatever floats her bow. I think she looks great.
0: I can't believe Tom said that she gained weight when she was leaving the table. Like he, I can't remember his exact words, but basically he, like, he said it. He didn't straight up say you gained weight. I can't remember the exact mm. words, but he basically said something to the fact that she had put on a few pounds. Yeah,
1: he did That's look rude. like he lost weight.
0: I like Tom. I think his he's kind of jawline. a jerk, but... He's handsome. He's like he mm. really is like a James Bond kind of Brit.
1: He's very British, old money. You can tell.
0: Yeah. Yes. Aww. I bet you he wears ascots.
1: <laughs> he probably
2: plays polo too. I don't know. I think Bro, they did on one they episode. Like it. It. Yeah. They like really cricket. Crick yeah. Cricket. Yeah.
0: Cricket. That's right. I know
2: entirely too much about this show.
0: <laughs> What's your favorite couple from the, for the season? Oh my God. The before the ninety days. Big Ed. Well, obviously, and Rose. Big Ed. Yeah. Uh, it's oh. hilarious. It's fucking hilarious.
2: They are funny. What about her hairy legs? Oh my God. What <laughs> did he straight up tell her? I noticed
1: it. He waited on that though. I saw yeah. it
2: before he was like, hey, like, will you shave these for me? Like, I saw it as soon as she came out of the bathroom or sat in the bed when he was going to rub her feet. Mm. And I was like, Jay, she has hairy legs.
0: <laughs> Do you yeah. think that we're going to meet Lana tonight?
1: I don't think Lana exists personally.
0: I kind of don't I either, no but idea. she has like a, a lot of pictures. But she's on a weird website. We
1: cafish and then he pays for use to text her. It's he like
0: he pays to like message her. I think yeah. th- this could be the wrong figure, so you know, don't at me on Twitter. Hundred grand. But I yes, yeah, so that's what I was gonna say. He said he spent like a hundred grand in yeah. se- seven years. They've been talking. Dang.
1: Uh, I don't remember the timeline, I but I remember him saying years. it was a hundred grand. and It's like all these apps and things today you're telling me you can't find a way to communicate for free like
2: oh she's you know, making crazy. her her buck off him she's smart
0: yeah 100% yeah. um but i hope we meet her t- like i think he plans to drive out to her house so i hope we meet her today even if she's someone different yeah. like who has been talking to him who is lana
2: who is this person the russian girls are the worst sorry they're, they're kind of cold
1: seeming a yeah. lot of them are pretty ice
2: princess yeah
1: Ugh.
0: Yeah, I didn't like that blonde from last season with that country boy.
1: Oh, the guy on the tree farms or whatever. Yeah, he believes in aliens and not God, <laughs> he just, <laughs> and he, he's with her like religious friends, and he's just going on about how he believes in aliens more than God. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I. Yeah, what was his what was his woman's name? Do we remember?
1: It Wasn't like uh, Awadi or.
0: Well, anyway, I can't remember it. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I didn't like her. She seemed very cold, and I do feel like there was something that we could have found out more about, about why her visa's not being approved. I don't know. There's,
1: yeah. he, she also said that there's things he did that she wasn't disclosing that seemed. Like, he got turned bright red when she said something, so it makes you wonder.
0: Other than 90 Day Fiance, which we're obsessed with, what other shows are you guys watching during this quarantine?
1: Uh, I hate to admit it, but she's actually got me watching. Uh,
0: what's Married it? at First Sight. Yeah,
1: Married at First Sight.
0: That's an interesting show. I've definitely seen that before. Would you be able to get married to someone on the spot when you first meet them?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, for the first part of it, it's just a big vacation. You know, I just try <laughs> to make the best of it, go on the free vacations, and uh, see where it leads.
2: I mean, yeah, I'd like to say yes, too, just because you go through that process of you're having these experts match you. So um, I feel like... If I was at the point where I really wanted to be married and, like, find someone, that'd be a cool risk to take if it worked out. And I guess if it didn't at the end of the two months, then you're divorced.
1: As is the life of most relationships these days. Shut
2: up. Like, on Netflix, I watched uh,
0: that Love is Blind. Did you guys watch that? Yes, I did. Did you watch that?
1: I I, uh, watched parts of it. I didn't get too into it.
0: I did, because I've actually often wondered, like, what kind of person would I end up with if looks did not matter at all to me? And I just really got to know the person. I think it's really cool, and I was surprised to see they didn't have more successful couples.
1: There was the one girl that you could tell wanted to link with. She was way more attracted to the other guy she didn't match up with.
2: Oh, was it Jessica? Or Jessica
0: wanted... I hated her. I thought she was so like disrespectful. Either. She got she
1: sloppy, drunk the one night. And it was kind of like, she was pretty much throwing herself at him. That's how a guy would receive Yeah, that.
0: But I just think, like I said, the premise of the show is pretty interesting. Get to yeah. know someone, like, for who they are. And right. I've always wondered, like, who would I end up with if I was open? Because sometimes, unfortunately, like, looks uh, do play a factor yeah. in meeting someone and finding someone, and it's hard to get to know someone when you may not be attracted to them. So I would love to be on that show. I'm currently single, so try to get me on the show. right in, guys. <laughs> try to get me on the show. Love is blind. I want to I want to find the real deal. But did you also notice that everyone on that show was pretty good looking? Like, there was only, like, one yeah. guy I wouldn't want to be matched with, and the only reason was because he was short. Yeah. So, which I'd still probably try to make it work. But it's kind of the same thing with uh, the... Married at First Sight because they match them on compatibility at, like, a deep level, correct?
2: Yeah, they say they don't match on attraction. They match on your, like, core beliefs and values.
0: I think I watched the first season of that, though, and everyone was decent. Like, everyone was good looking.
1: The season we're on now, there's a couple that aren't, like... No, they're all pretty good looking, but there's a couple that aren't as good looking as others.
0: But, yeah, Yeah. I definitely find those shows super interesting Mm -hmm. And I think they're like a good experiment. And they also kind of show you like, oh, maybe I should get to know the less attractive guy. Especially if he's, you know, got a lot of money. Then <laughs> money can't buy you class. <laughs> I'll still be white trash even if I marry into money. But <laughs> I think it could make me kind of happy.
2: All righty. I mean, statistics show
0: that you are happier. Um they say people who make like between 80000 and 200000 are actually the happiest a year. Sure. They were the happiest
2: bracket. I feel like um, I've always thought in my mind that as long as I make enough money that I can live and pay my bills and not stress about money, then, then I would be happy. More money, more problems, right? Mm-hmm. Are you with that school of thought?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I feel
0: like people, if you're really rich, people are probably always hitting you up for money, business, ventures. Right. I would be asking you to fund my podcast.
1: You'd constantly be wondering who's talking to you because they want to get around what you have or because they actually enjoy being around you.
0: That's true. That's why if I ever got famous, I'm really only going to be ride or die with people who were friends with me or cool with me when I was a nobody or people who helped me get to where I'm going.
2: I mean, that's that's understandable. We'd be a part of that group, right? What would you? Yes, of course. He's <laughs> my brother. I kind of have to take him along for the ride.
0: I guess. If you had a lot of money, Jason, what would you buy me?
1: Uh, I'd probably just buy a house or something easy. I don't know. For, nice. If I was filthy a rich, gift. a house. So.
0: Okay. Would it be a nice house? Like, would I have a pool?
1: Uh I'd probably spend like three hundred thousand dollars on it, and then be like, after this, you're not getting anything.
0: <laughs> i'll take it can i live on the east side
2: of course uh, i need to. i don't think any of us
1: are gonna live in rochester if it, if we hit the hit it big
2: yeah we're not gonna we're gonna
0: move
1: away oh we go to arizona
0: i love arizona i've never been to arizona you need to go we'll let's go out in scottsdale let's go there trisha's trisha's moving to chandler
1: is that a nice spot Where's
0: that? oh yeah for those of you that don't know, my our older sister lives in Arizona, so that's who Trisha is to clue you in, but Arizona's great. Like The weather's nice all year long, even when it's really hot. It's that dry heat, no humidity, but you also have like, it takes a while for the day to heat up, so you go hike in the morning or hike at night, but basically outdoor activities all year long, 360-something days of sunshine. It's basically, they get like three days a year that are not sunshine, so...
1: It can get pretty hot, but uh, I've told Lauren the story about a thousand times. A lot of the bars and stuff missed you like you're a vegetable or a kim jong un in the
0: <laughs> in the
1: in the produce aisle. They missed you and it cools you right off. It's nice, so
0: that have is true. they have <laughs> giant fans at the outside restaurants in the outside area where you've set, and they'll like blow mist on you so nice. not
2: really good for our curly headed girls though in the room, like me
0: that's true. Yeah. I also am humidity prone with the hair. It'll curl right up.
1: There's also a uh, a brewery almost on every single street.
0: Yeah. So good for the show. Shout out to the Daily Dose. That is such a good spot in Scottsdale. They make these like sangrias, but they use like Mm. champagne. And they put the fruit in there. And I wanted to go there every day like. That was the go-to happy hour spot because it was by, I, where my sister worked, and that's where they would all go after work. So shout out to them. So good. If you're ever in the Scottsdale area or you got to hit up the Sugar Bowl, it is the best ice cream spot. It's like an old-fashioned ice cream spot. kind of looks like it would be out of, like, the 60s. Oh, yeah. And uh, they'll give you a sundae over a cream puff. Yeah,
1: I um, went there. I want th- to say they're open pretty late, too, there, right? Yeah, they yeah, are yeah. open
0: late over in Old Town. I like that we're plugging all these places right. for free. You're um, welcome we'll for the get, free ads. <laughs> we
2: eventually. don't even live there. Probably. Please don't sue us
0: <laughs> for using your name and likeness in my podcast. But I, I just want to give it a shout out. Good places. All
2: right.
0: I know food.
2: Right. I love
0: to eat. I, do, I know the good f- spots. I have a friend I should have him on the podcast. If you live in Rochester, like he can tell you everywhere to go. He's like the food dude. Let's Gotta get have him on him. here. I right. should. I love talking about food. He, nobody knows more about the local uh, dining spots than him. He'll tell you where to get the best anything. So just an update from last week's episode. I have finally watched the Tiger King. I know I'm the latest to the party, but I have finally watched the Tiger King.
1: And uh, what were your uh, thoughts on all that?
0: It, dad was right on last week's episode. My dad said it's like one of those train wrecks. You can't walk away from. I cannot believe that there is so much drama in the world of big cats. Like, these people are nuts. Where do you find these people?
1: I just can't get over all the gun-toting and uh, it's just crazy lifestyle. Four-wheel riding. Four-wheel riding. and
0: oh. Joe Exotic has this sanctuary and he can afford all these tigers and defeat them. He said it costs like $7,000 a day
2: to feed the tigers, but his house is a shithole. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I totally agree with Jeff. What he said last week about not even watching this and just not even believing these people are out there and exist. I just couldn't believe as I kept like, watching like what was going on. Also, oh. how is Joe exotic
0: in jail when clearly there was like a lot of entrapment going on, but he's in jail yet. Carol Baskins definitely murdered her husband <laughs> And she is free to live her life, and she is so creepy about it. Like, they ask her about the meat grinder, and she gets this, like, creepy smile and asks, like, what about the meat grinder? Like, she definitely did it, and she's scary. And if I was her new husband, Howard, I wouldn't be able to sleep next to her at night. I mean,
2: Howard does let her, like, walk him around on a leash, so he probably is...
0: Where do I find a man like that? <laughs> Comply with my every request. Like I may, he maybe he feels he has to. Yeah, just he might get whacked himself alive. He might be food for the tigers. Cost seven thousand dollars a day to feed those bastards.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that all you gotta say? Uh-huh. I don't know.
1: Howard was just a uh, strange character. Didn't seem like he had a set of balls to him.
0: <laughs> Carol had him neutered. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the tigers are munching on him right now, as we speak.
0: <laughs> Howard, come back.
1: I don't know, though. She effectively destroyed Joe Exotic's business, so.
0: She did. I wish we would have known about this in real time. would have killed her
2: husband. She's not dumb. <laughs>
0: but... No. How hard is it for them to figure this out? I mean, it seems, I mean, granted, a lot of it can be editing. Like, you know, there's a lot of debate sure. on other Netflix documentaries. Like, I loved Making a murder and Yeah. Make... But mm. I've heard if you dig deep into that, a lot of people feel like professional people, like people who study law, are kind of actually more with the school of thought that he definitely did it. And so I'm just saying the way they can edit it and kind of sure. spin it to make you believe a certain type of thing. But yeah, I think Carol's just evil. Like, it all, she, I don't think it's right that she would copyright images after he had already posted them and then sue him mm. when he. If she didn't own him at the time that they
2: were posted, she shouldn't be able to do that to him. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. No, I felt for Joe actually, like a lot of it. I mean, he was crazy, obviously, but it the it makes you feel a little bad for Joe. Yeah. In a way.
0: And if you knew about it in real time, wouldn't you have set up like a GoFundMe so he could actually get a good hitman? Who thinks they're getting a good hitman <laughs> for three thousand dollars? Three thousand dollars. And you've never met this person before. It sucks he couldn't get the guy with the teardrop tattoo who was going to do it and then took off to North Carolina or South Carolina. Too bad he couldn't get him to do it because at least he knew he wasn't an informant or an undercover policy enforcer. So, but like I said, we should have started the GoFundMe. Maybe he could have got a better hitman. That Jeff guy from Vegas—he definitely just an opportunist. He knew oh, what yeah. he was doing the second he walked in there. He was not trying to be a friend of Joe. Oh, yeah, he was no. just trying to take the company. And now he's got it. He's setting something up in Vegas. I you hate to see it, and I feel Joe has lost the most. But they're kind of all in the same boat. They've all—they should all be behind bars. They yeah, should all—they're all, they're be behind all
2: bars. messed up.
1: I just can't believe how far he got with his governor campaign.
0: I know.
2: 19% of the vote. It's 19% of the
0: vote? He probably would have done a lot better if he came out about his Prince Albert.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like
0: a dick pic scandal?
1: You can't vote for that. Or you got to vote for that.
0: Yeah. Handing out condoms. If oh. you don't vote for me, you're screwed. <laughs>
1: and then the locks he was showing off. Yeah. He, he puts oh, yeah. on the Prince Albert.
0: Wild. <laughs> I did not know that I could get like, uh, if you're gay, you can get a straight man to fall in love with you if you feed his meth addiction. Meth and tigers. And
1: guns and, and four wheelers and
0: trucks. Would you go gay for a couple four wheelers and some semi automatic rifles?
1: It depends on the truck, also. I'm going to need a Denali Duramax. Do you
0: think his one husband that shot himself in the head, do you think it was actually an accident?
1: It sounded like it because they said something about how he had a Glock and he thought that if he took the clip out, uh, the clip out, uh, and then uh, it wouldn't fire. But if he still had one in the chamber, you think it would? I don't know.
0: I would think it would, but, I mean, I if that's the case, out. he
2: tested the theory. Yeah. I'm not putting a gun to my we head don't and not the like, trigger. It looked like it was an accident. I think it was an accident, but he was... Who knows what state of mind he was in, too, just being, you know, he was rolling the dice with that.
1: Yeah, he really did the research in the field and uh, didn't pay off. (laughs) The
2: results were inconclusive. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's got to be done again. The
2: face of that guy that was sitting there watching it.
1: It almost looked like fake. He I know it it wasn't. He just froze. I
2: mean, I'm sure he was in complete shock. Like, what did I just witness?
1: You'd like to think that, like, if you were in that situation, you would jump into action faster, but he just There's nothing he could do. Oh, I'm sure, yeah, he was gone, but... How do we
0: get Carol investigated? Who do we have to write strongly worded letters to to get Carol investigated? (laughs) Let's dig up that septic tank. There's got to be some bones. You can't tell me the Tigers ate all the bones.
2: I don't know. They said their stomach acids could dissolve the bones. Maybe someone that works for Carol will eventually, like, come forward with something that they maybe have found out out or know. I don't know. Let's
0: try to get Carol Baskins on the podcast to do a lie detector test. And if she turns me down, we know she's guilty.
1: Automatically by yeah. default. Yeah. yeah. I'm
0: going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out, try to find some contacts. I'm going to ask her to take a lie detector test on the podcast. If you want to see this happen, you know, we'll set up a petition or something. A patron. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it going, find out who we need to write. Because the fact that she's on the street and Joe is behind jail or bars in jail is just shocking to me. Also, um, Jason, I heard that there's like a conspiracy theory that you believe to be true and evident. So I'd like to talk about what evidentiary support you have to the claim that Joe Exotic is a lip singer and a fraud.
1: (laughs) I mean, obviously I don't have any evidence, but I looked at the guy and then... (laughs) <laughs> heard the voice coming out, and it just it doesn't match up. And Well,
2: I feel I, like the music video didn't match exactly either.
1: He's got a voice of, like, Randy Travis.
2: I'd um, like to counter that
0: argument. Ozzy Osbourne still would perform at OzFest and stuff, yet you, he could hardly talk. Like, when he had this show, um, The Osbournes on MTV, he could barely get out a sentence to his kids or wife, but he would go up on stage and sing perfectly through. So do you not think that that's a good argument? I feel like that's two different situations. Well, one is about not thinking, but you would never think that <laughs> Ozzy could still sing and perform.
2: I mean, who said he wasn't lip-syncing? Like he... Well, most people do lip-sync when they record
0: videos. Well, obvi- is...
1: Yeah, obviously for the video he was, but I just still think it was completely completely person- different Wasn't person there voice. a clip of
0: him singing in his truck? I believe there was on Tiger King. There,
1: there was, and I was paying close attention to it, but it's kind of hard. Like, sometimes when the music's going... And if you have a semi-similar voice, you know, you can think you're sounding pretty good or sound pretty good. But then I guarantee if you turn that music off, it wouldn't be the same voice. It wouldn't be good. Yeah,
2: maybe Joe can sing a little bit, but just like not. They enhanced it. Yes, maybe they enhanced but I
1: also, it. But also, I did see articles saying the same thing that people thought he was lips or, you know, faking it all. And then some guy was claiming to be the voice, but.
0: Okay. I think it was him. I think he can sing. And uh, if he's ever free, maybe he could uh, write a jingle for my podcast because I'm always looking for new theme music and tunes. Yeah. So I'm gonna be busy writing letters. I'm be writing letters till the next you time I see Gotta find out I what prison he's in on the podcast. I'm sure you can find that out. I'm sure. He probably gets a lot of mail now that yeah. all this is going on. Yeah, I bet he does. I'm sure. All right, my last Tiger king question, which I asked Dad last week. I'm really trying to get a, you know, general consensus on what people think. Why do you think Joe Exotic only bleaches the top of his hair?
1: Uh, Probably to save money on bleach.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. We did establish that those tigers are expensive to feed. What do you think? We're only bleaching the top of the mullet. The sides are dark.
2: Uh, That way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I tend to agree with your dad. Like, it's sex appeal. I mean, he said... Like, his curls, he flips them out under his hat. He did say something about that. So he was Maybe it's a little, sexy. like, mystery for, like, when he takes off his hat. Like, hey, look, top is, is blonde. bleached well, blonde, and it's Had dark a, on the side. Yeah. My mustache
0: is dark. Right. Not a natural blonde, I can tell you that. Definitely not. Way too yellow.
1: I'll have to see the Prince Albert to uh, verify that.
0: <laughs> i will love to see it. I think, honestly, we could entice people to donate to a fund if he just releases pictures of his prince albert i'd pay to see them
1: i just can't get over the locks i'm so do you think
0: that joe exotic has that big
2: dick energy otherwise known as bde (laughs) um of course how does he get all these young dudes i mean it's the math it's it's the crystal math yeah but there's got to be
1: yeah, but if There's I got to
2: be more. If Those I was, are his methods. <laughs> if I was going to go
1: gay, I don't I don't think a big dick would make me want to go gay anymore. Yeah, It'd probably turn it, me off the other way.
0: That's what I was going to say. I think I'd be into something smaller.
1: Yeah, i want something sizable. If I got to take
0: it. Who says maybe Joe's taking it? But that's a topic. That's for,
1: true. That's probably more likely to get a straight guy to do gay things.
0: Yeah. But that can be a topic for another time. Um, We're going to go ahead and wrap with a few questions that you guys wrote in. Thank you so much for the questions. If you'd like to write into the show, it is thedrunkendetail at gmail.com. Feel free to ask us anything. Tell us any details you want, your name, your age, where you're from. If you want to leave that stuff out and ask anonymously, that's cool too. So my first question here, and we'll let Jason and Lauren get in on answering some questions as well. I'm going to take this first one. let you guys chime in after his name is jake and he's 28 years old he said my wife had a kid and i don't think it's mine it doesn't look like me how do i go about asking her well jake i think you don't need to ask her if you have doubts you have a right to know so i did some research and i found out there's multiple pharmaceutical sites walgreens cvs they offer a home dna test where you swab your kid's mouth and you mail it in and they mail you back results and walgreens has one for $14.99. That's a deal. $15 for peace of mind. What do you think, Jay?
1: I think that uh, paternity test sounds a lot cheaper than supporting a child or child support. So. Yeah,
0: supporting a kid that's not yours. And Jake, if you want to come on the podcast, go ahead and send me another email. Maybe we can do an on-air paternity test results. You can come talk about your situation, why you think that kid's not yours. Maybe bring some pictures that we can put up on the website and compare, and we'll do a live reading once those results come in, and uh, I can play Maury. I always wanted to be Maury. The long, dramatic pause, you are not the father. Or hopefully in this case you are, if you want to be. I'm not really sure. You guys got anything to add for Jake?
1: No, it would be pretty funny, though, if you found out you weren't the father, you start running around the basement or something. <laughs>
0: crowd goes wild. <laughs> oh, they always get up and do like Ripped a Rip their shirts off. Yeah, I love... I live for the dance, the celebration dance. It's mm-hmm. like a touchdown <laughs> dance. All right, Jay, we'll let you take this question. This is from Jenny23. She says, hi, Cassie K., what is the best advice you've ever received, and what is the worst advice you'd ever receive? So this um, question actually was written to me, but I'll go last, and I'll let you guys go around and say best and worst advice. Keep your pull-out game strong.
1: All right, so the uh, best advice I ever received was from an old foreman. I used to be an electrician, and uh, this 50-year-old foreman told me a story about how uh, he was doing something dangerous, and he t- he, before he got done, he's like telling his kid, he's like, I got to give you some good advice. He's like, never make out with a stripper at a blow party, at a bachelor party. And uh, that stuck with me today, so that's something I'll take with me. And then the worst advice I ever got was from a girl I met on Tinder. She told me that she uh, was recently tested and that wearing a condom wasn't necessary. So, you know, I went went in guns a blazing and uh, found found out the next day she literally just got tested and got her results back, and she had the chlamydia. So um I had to go to Planned Parenthood and get two pills, but everything turned out fine, but not taking any advice from strange girls on Tinder anymore.
0: Probably Tinder would not be the best place. Uh, You guys met on Tinder, though, right? Oh, yeah, we did. (laughs) Yeah, we
1: we met on Tinder.
0: (laughs) All right, Lauren, what about you? What's the best and worst advice? Best
2: advice? Let's do best advice. Okay. Come back to me. You go first. I don't know. I really don't know. So for me, it's not
0: necessarily a best advice, but more of um, like a saying that I've been told. It's kind of silly. But I tend to be a big worrier, and my dad once told me, like, worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it's not going to get you anywhere. I love that because as someone who worries, um, it does just give you something to do. And it yeah. seems to be that the things that are the biggest troubles in your life are the things that you did not see coming, you know, the the news and events that blindside you. And the worst advice is ever uh, guys in high school tell me I'll have more friends if I put out. Yeah, not true. You might be able to make more friends, but (laughs) they're not going to be lifelong.
1: (laughs) And that's just awkward to hear as a brother.
2: (laughs) Things that I was told. I'm going to keep mine late. I'm going to go with worse advice. And I would say when my friends tell me to keep drinking, like, shots of tequila, um, that's not good advice for me. Um, Especially, um, we had a trip to Virginia Beach, and... That did not end well and I think Jason can speak to me in tequila it's uh yeah it's rough it's it's a rough time so no tequila shots for me uh
1: one time I believe you we were drinking tequila at night she puked getting into my truck over and over again
2: I didn't puke in the truck
1: you right outside you had opened outside the door of the truck and we're, we're pretty fresh at this point we're probably like a oh, month we in were a relationship brand yeah. New. And one, she was all, she was dancing all over her friend. She's like puked as she's trying to get in my truck. The whole ride, she's complaining that she feels like she's going to puke. I get her home. I'll be honest with you. I was a little pissed off at that point. I'm like, this girl just got way too sloppy.
2: We are done.
1: My truck at the time was like nice and brand new. And I was all proud of it. So I told her if she puked in my truck, I'd be pissed. So I get her home and like, we're supposed to be going to bed. And I thought she went to bed with me. I wake up in the middle of the night or like a couple hours or like an hour later she's in the tub naked singing Jesus songs cuz she was she went to a christian school
2: I thought i was going to die i was asking god to please save me take please. me <laughs> Take me i'll never drink again i know so you make me sound crazy but that's that was but my reasoning behind that it that was
1: like the only time she's ever been that sloppy drunk so she's not
2: alright uh, thank you our last
0: question is from karen and i'm gonna struggle to get through this one because it's a little long-winded and i might laugh oh god so karen writes i've been alone for six years relationship wise and i really enjoy being alone but i've gotten really bored not having enough pleasure in my life lately i'm tired of having to feel the need to find men to have sexual relations with but i'm afraid of commitment should i try it out and risk it all or should i try to find a nice big toy Karen. Well, Karen, Karen, I think there, there's nothing better than the real thing. Um, so I say risk it all and try to have a relationship. Or just have a lot of promiscuous sex with as many
2: hot guys as you can. It's been six years. Yeah, exa- I mean, it depends, like, what to say to mine. If, if uh, casual sex is what you want, then fine. But if you're, like, lonely like you say you are, maybe give it a try. Yeah, and if you met the right man, you might not be as afraid to
0: commit. All right, Jay, give us a guy's input. Yeah,
1: It's a little hard because guys don't have that nice option of all these toys. For male masturbation, it's very uh, creepy. You get lower (laughs) halves of silicone parts, and I've never tried them, but I've seen them. And um, girls have these whole arsenals of all kinds of different devices, shapes, and sizes that do motions that me as a male... and any other male I know, aren't capable of doing. So I think in this, I I think, I don't know, I think a girl can probably do better with the physical feeling with a toy and that she's not racking up her numbers. She's not worrying about, you know, sexually transmitted diseases.
0: Your safest sex partner is yourself. We learned that from Uh. uh, the COVID pamphlet on sexual activity during
1: COVID. That that was not what we were taught in school because we were told, you do anything, you will get pregnant. And you will die. And will die. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I think the toy thing's not a bad idea. You don't want to. You don't want to be. A lot of times, the guys you got, uh girls are just giving it up to are the guys that you really shouldn't be. They're 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 just right. douchebags, and you're gonna regret you're right, it. Cause Jay. why does he deserve the keys to the kingdom when he's a piece of crap? You know, he doesn't want you any in any other situation. So why would you?
2: That's wonderful
0: advice, Jason.
1: And I've been that guy, so... But
0: if she well, wants to has. have casual sex and she feels she's getting something out of it, then you go, girl, And right? if she's feeling okay. powered
1: by it, I don't know, I guess it's it's, it's a hard... Uh, but I mean, it's just in my experience, it never really ends well with the whole casual sex. I think sex. if
0: you find the right man, your fear of commitment will dissolve, but that's me.
1: Everyone be catching feels, though, with the casual be sex. Maybe catch
0: feels. All right, everyone, that's our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening and supporting again. I'll be answering questions again next week. Email me at thedrunkendetail at gmail.com. If you want to give me a follow on Instagram, it's at thedrunkendetail. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's just drunkendetail. And everyone have a good week and try to stay safe. Thank you so much for listening.